Here's a message from Ken Lavica. No, not coaches or managers on the hot seat. Maybe just coaches or managers who have worn out their welcome. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I'm not in the I, I'm not in the uh the game of, of firing people. I don't like when people get fired. I don't like calling for people to get fired. I think it's more polite. Like, Jeanette, I think it's more polite if you just say, hey, this person has worn out their welcome. Is that, is that a, little more, a little more peaceful than just saying, fire this person? They're terrible. Peaceful, yeah, but correct, no. <laughs> uh, we know where Jeanette's head is at. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm beginning to think... And maybe I'm saying it too nicely for you Yankees fans. I'm beginning to think that Aaron Boone may have just worn out his welcome in the Bronx. Maybe it's just me. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Action and Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers. Off of the overcast yet steamy intracoastal Stone the Bandwitz Friday Night Lights Radio Life Partner runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Jeanette Javier is present, the Dominic Queen, on this Thursday. I did over the last couple of, and, and she's pointing to her, her ring finger, not because she is uh, engaged about to be betrothed uh, she is uh, making sure that I mention that she has received her Houston Astros 2022 World Series championship ring mm-hmm. and she is currently sporting it here on the show thank you what a show off no I worked hard for it uh you were actually at the uh National Association of Hispanic Journalists did I get that correct yes absolutely. Uh, last week in Miami that's why you weren't on the show did you wear that ring while you were meeting and greeting and networking with various heavy hitters in the Hispanic sports media realm I wore it when I met with the MLB people and I wore it for sports the sports task force networking dinner all right so we're appropriate, but if somebody said they were from Houston, I busted it out. But did you did you like wave it in front of people's faces? Did you like set it on a table where people would notice? How did you work that out? <laughs> the only time I did that is when I first received it in the mail, which by the way, the the way I got it was absurd. They literally just like threw the package on my door and I didn't need to sign anything for my world. It was just like ring. Amazon, so it was just sitting Seriously. on your porch. And I'm like, I have a ring camera on. So ring camera was like, there's motion at your front door. And I was like, okay, let me check it. Oh my gosh, it's from Justin's who does the World Series rings. Oh my gosh, it's a $7,000 ring. Uh-huh. And oh my God, it's sitting on my porch unattended and like worth. Yes. Question I do have. Uh-huh. Do athletes, especially pro athletes, wear their Super Bowl ring, their World Series ring on their ring finger where you typically would wear an engagement ring? Is that normal? I think the first championship you win goes on your ring finger. 
I don't know, but uh, uh, you know, the Drake said uh, "pinky ring for my wedding ring," so it was that same energy ah. that I'm bringing. I'm not going to engage anytime soon, and quite honestly, I like this one. Married to more. the game, but exactly. Here's exactly. here's my thing. Like, if you're Tom Brady and you have five or six championship rings, I, I think you probably get your ring fitted for your ring finger, and then if you want to show off and put them on every finger, you do that. But you're not like wearing that around like that. I think that they are designed for your ring finger, the finger that is designed for your your ring. For sure. Well, the finger's not designed for the ring, but the ring's designed for that particular finger. Uh, but coming from a very Latina family and growing up, I'm 32, uh, most of my life, you know, especially once I hit college, about when uh, when are you getting a ring, Jeanette? Where's your boyfriend? Well, when are you getting married? Well, here you go. Exactly. Now I li- literally say, I have a ring. From uh, multiple men, if you want to count it like that way. Adds up. Multiple. You know, keeping it in the culture. There's uh-huh. a lot of Dominican men on that team. Well, that's a great point. That's a great point. But I did, um, my best friend from Orlando, she was in town when I received the ring, and she said, um, we are definitely going to happy hour at Rich I was going to say, how have you not brought it to a happy hour yet? I did. It's what and, a flex. You know, I don't know who uh, starts more conversations with attractive men, a World Series ring or a dog. Oh, man. Well, you've given it's, it's par for the course. You're a, the total package. <laughs> and that is the total package. I haven't put two to, the, both uh-huh. of them together uh-huh. because I, I quite frankly don't trust myself wearing my World Series ring while I'm handling mm-hmm. an 80 pound Husky Shepherd mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dog doesn't give a damn about your World Series ring. You don't have to impress Barkley. No, no, no. But I definitely, it, it picks people up at bars. That's a great point. Have you ever had a championship ring, Stone? Have you ever worn a championship ring? Have you ever had one, ever earned one? Eighth grade state champion. Of what? Uh, uh, football. Eighth. Eighth grade state champion, baby. So you got a ring? Two of them. Oh, okay. Back-to-back state champ. All right. Stop playing with them. Right. You got two. When I, are they both for the ring? Do I know where they are currently? I do not. Yeah, there's no way you have them anymore. What about you, Ken, with FAU? Uh, I have a 2011 Sunbelt Championship basketball ring. I have a 2017 and 2019 Conference USA football ring, and then I'll be getting a 2023. I don't know if it's going to be Conference USA Championship, East Regional Championship, or Final Four ring. I don't know which one. I, I'm sure it's going to commemorate all. I don't know what the main focus of the ring is going to be, but that will be arriving at some point. Can we do a ring show? Find your ring stone. I can't find my ring. And also, I wouldn't sport something that I won from a travel football league when I was in middle school. It was probably made of plastic. Just trying to make you feel part of the cool kids club, like man. Eight yeah. carrots, man. What are you talking eight, about? Like actual <laughs> carrots? Yeah. <laughs> like the vegetable, yeah, not yeah. actual diamonds? Right, right. <laughs> uh, I had a couple of people, before we jump into uh, to what we actually are going to discuss, uh, I had a couple of people who uh, who messaged me yesterday. Uh, oh, how come you, you took the show off yesterday? Uh, how come you, you weren't on the show yesterday? How come there was no show yesterday? Uh, you tell everybody when you're not going to be on the show, and you didn't tell anybody, and then I tuned in at noon, and you weren't on the show. Um I appreciate you asking, and I appreciate you listening and expecting to hear us at noon, and when you didn't, it affected your day, and so I do appreciate the fact that it's to that point where you're expecting to hear us at noon, it's a comforting thing, and it's a part of your day, so that's good. Um, The reason I was not on the show yesterday, and we intended to have a show yesterday, myself, Stone, Jeanette, we were here, ready to go, we had our our pre-show text thread in full speed, full motion Uh, But unfortunately, as I was heading to work yesterday in my gorgeous Kia K5 GT that I got from Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, uh, on I-95, I was uh, was hit. 
Uh, and so I was hit to a point where I could not uh, have the automobile safely function. Uh, the good thing is, because like Kia's at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, my Kia uh, did its job in protecting me, and that was good. But I was I was in an accident on 95, and once you get the tow truck involved and the police involved and then body shops involved and insurance involved, that eats up and consumes a ton of your day. So there was no way I was going to be able to uh, get myself uh, to the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios uh, here in West Palm by noon. And so we had to scrap the entire thing. And so I do apologize for not giving people the proper heads up beforehand, but that's what happened. That's why there wasn't a show. Nobody was injured. Some cars got banged up. It was a three-car accident, and it was it was caused by just a, a young kid that I don't think was paying full attention. Uh, not going to be too critical of him because we've been there. I've caused accidents before, and so I feel for him. Uh, nobody was hurt. Everyone's good. Uh, so that's why the show didn't happen yesterday. So I apologized to Jeanette. I apologized to Stone. And now I apologize to you. That was certainly not something intended that that was not going to be a, uh, a show, uh, yesterday. Now, if you're a Yankees fan, based on what we're about to do, I can tell you my car accident was probably something that in retrospect, you'll want to embrace. Because it delayed what we're going to discuss today, and that's the fact that there's a very real possibility it's starting to feel like Aaron Boone is a dead man walking. Proud Yankee, proud member of Yankee history, and this is just not going well. The Yankees are 1-5 in five since the All-Star break. They get swept by the Angels. You have guys kicking the all-living hell out of fans. Not fans like baseball fans like buying a ticket, but literal blow-air-on-you fans in the dugout. Uh, you have mocking kisses to the crowd in Anaheim, uh, chirping Yankees fans that are now being mocked by the players. And you have a manager in Aaron Boone who is saying things like this. This is Aaron Boone. This is him trying to figure out, trying to explain what's wrong wrong with the Yankees? Why can't they hit? Why can't they pitch? Why can't they win? And this is the sound of a man who was completely run out of answers and ideas. Aaron Boone, take it away. Those guys in that clubhouse are very capable. It's coincided with, with obviously the game's best player out. But Aaron Judge. So that's the story. But we're capable still. We got We got to find it. I mean, simple as that, you know, and I know that's a broken record. I know it's a boring answer. We got to find it. And we got the guys capable of doing it. And we got to, you know, start, and it's and it's on all of us, on me, on the coaches, on staff, on players to, again, strike that balance between, you know, like, because the care factor is so much. Oh, boy. And the game's so damn hard. The care and factor. The hitting is so hard. You got to strike that balance between coming in, focused, work, preparation. Now 7 o'clock hits, 6.38 tonight. Man, let's go play. Go play the game like a kid. And we got to find that balance. Anytime you have a manager or a coach who is dropping the care factor when talking about his players, hey, the care factor is high. Or we just got to find it. We got to find it. And then referencing, hey, we just got to play and have fun. Just got to go play and have fun. That, to me, Jeanette, suggests 
100% of the time, said coach or manager has run out of ideas and said coach or manager is starting to become worried about his state of employment. What was he saying? What was he trying to hint well, at? It, it's just a bunch of buzzword and, bu- sure. and buzz phrases. And he brought the kids too. Like we're going to be playing like we're kids. Right, right. That's um, the fun factor. That is like the the, the bow on top of a right. present. Like, right. okay, you have literally nothing else to yep. say here. Yep. So it it seems to me, and the reaction of of Yankees fans certainly on a night to night basis would lend credence to my theory that Aaron Boone has officially worn out his welcome. Yes, the Yankees are above 500, but yes, the Yankees are nine games back of the Orioles and Tampa. Think about it. You have a division with a team that has one of the lowest payrolls in baseball year after year after year after year in Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay year after year after year after year is competing for an AL East championship. You have the Baltimore Orioles, who just two seasons ago... Hell, uh, I mean, the first half of last season, a complete doormat before they started to figure it out in the second half. And now Baltimore, as we sit here on July 20th, they are tied for the AL East lead. And I can get, and you can tell me all you want, well, if the Yankees were in the AL Central, they'd be tied for first. But they're not in the AL Central. And they're not even close to the level of the Baltimore Orioles. And they're not close to the level of Tampa Bay. Oh, but what about Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge, yeah, he'd pop you some home runs, but is he is he moving guys along the base paths? Is he raising the collective on-base percentage at amount that's going to put you in a position where you're competing for the AL East crown right now? The answer to that is, is well, no, because the Yankees were completely de- de- dependent on Aaron Judge last year. And if you're going to go and you're going to be completely dependent on Aaron Judge again, you know what that is? Non-winning baseball. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I sleep soundly at night knowing I have more World Series rings than Aaron Judge. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out just there. She's just that flexing there. all over the place. And, and you have a World Series championship with the team that Aaron Judge consistently openly complains about cheating to keep him from over- winning a World Series championship. And in case I ever forget, it's actually engraved inside of the ring. <laughs> Of the, what was it, for the, the sweep the Astros had to beat the Yankees for the World Series? Yeah, I, um... It's I, all fine and dandy. They're not even the best team in the state of Texas right now. Currently, so. but do the Rangers have a ring? The answer to that is no. Wow, mm. look at this ring, though. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Uh, but but I did not, when, when coming up with this topic, this discussion, I did not anticipate this being a vessel for petty for Jeanette. However, Everything it's is. turned into that. This is, I suppose, <laughs> Jeanette will always find a way to construct a vessel of petty. And she's done that in exemplary Jeanette fashion here, just 14 minutes into the show. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his or her welcome? Which coach or manager has officially worn out his or her welcome? Because Aaron Boone, I think, right now, is at the top. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Any sport, any league, but which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. Is Aaron Boone the best example of this? 
for a team that, yes, is above 500, but I just feel like the entire fan base has turned on him. And I feel like Yankees fans have this discussion about Aaron Boone, even with good Yankees teams, once or twice a season. And now, once the noise, the noise gets loud, it's, this is the loudest it's been. You have a last place baseball team on July 20th. I think this is the loudest the Aaron Boone needs to go we've heard with him as the skipper of the Yankees. Is that pretty accurate? I think it's very accurate, and I think the Yankees are one of those teams where it just hits a little different, right? That noise is just a tad louder than it is, a la the Dallas Cowboys, the Green Bay Packers when Aaron Rodgers were still there. It's just one of those teams where when things get a little rocky, the noise and the volume gets turned all the way up. So I do think Aaron Boone in this situation Yankees fans are unbelievably sensitive. They, They are not ones for the long haul because there's heavy expectations. So as soon as anything goes south, you're going to get... And I think that New York fans, much like Philadelphia fans, love the, um, love the, ah, we have demands, and if you can't meet them, we call for your head. Like, that's part of the pride of being a New York fan or a Philadelphia 27 fan. 27 right, Dude, right. Oh, nine. We're the standard, and if you can't even come close to the standard, you should be fired. Boston fans have that in them as well. It's like a Northeast thing, right? It's a haughty Northeast thing. Um, so... You got to take it with a grain of salt anytime that a New York fan, a Boston fan, or a Philadelphia fan, they start uh, calling for people's jobs. But this, this is actually when you're last place, this late into a baseball season, especially with that franchise after this many seasons. Aaron Boone has had a chance to get this team to the World Series, had a chance to get a ring with this team, and hasn't been able to do it. I think this is actually warranted at this point. But when you think wearing out their welcome, which coach, which manager is officially worn out his welcome? Like where does your where does your head go to with this, Jeanette? It naturally goes to NBA. Okay. And it's I hate to say his name because he's so iconic. Um, but I feel like he should retire at this point. Greg Popovich. Okay. I would agree with that. If not for the fact like that Frenchies could, that Victor, yes. <laughs> what did you call him? Frenchie. Frenchie. I like that. Actually. Victor Wembenyama. Yes, he he has reset the clock so much so that Pop signed what a five year yeah. extension. Yeah, he just signed it yesterday. Yeah. I believe. So Victor Wembenyama, much like a quarterback in the NFL, a rookie quarterback resets the coaching clock uh, for a a struggling head coach. Greg Popovich has because they achieved the proper tank. And got Victor Wembenyama, the transcendent talent that has reset his career button. But that's a good one because if they didn't get the number one pick, and even if it was a Scoot Henderson at number two, right. I think Greg Popovich is right up there in this discussion. And if this doesn't go well with Victor Wembenyama, Popovich probably isn't lasting the five years. And not that the Spurs would fire him, but he would just retire. He'd do the right thing and just step away. That's and that's what I'm really scared about. That if things don't go well with Victor, then that's going to really tarnish oh, that'll be it. Greg's uh, Greg's legacy. But, and they probably going on what he's done previously with the Spurs and big men, obviously, like Duncan. But Greg is, again, a legendary coach, and it's seeing how all-time it's All-time great, Hall of yeah. Famer. I think if where it gets tough is if you were to poll the league and the proposition was Victor Wimbanyama, who do you want to pair him up with? in regards to a coach. Pops at the top of that list. Pops at the top sure. of that right. list. For so sure. it, it makes things a little tricky, but right. If no Victor, we're definitely allowed to have this conversation. Now, I suppose, too, what you have to consider is how much of post-Kawhi Spurs, 
How much of them being bad was orchestrated to get to this point? I would raise you a DeJounte Murray, that situation as it came last year. Yeah. Why are you getting rid of a DeJounte Murray? Because all of this was by design. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I think it has crossed my mind, Jeanette, that, whoo, Pop's days are, his best days are well behind him. So I think that uh, if you brought it up, if you brought it up, you can't just strike it down. Greg Popovich would be in this discussion, and it is fully now dependent upon, even if the tank was by design, it is now fully dependent upon Victor Wembenyama developing into something that isn't just a uh, 7-4 freak show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Popovich maintaining the legacy and maintaining his job. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Can I throw out one that might not be popular, but I do believe in it? And Stone might know where I'm going with this. Jeanette, you might know where I'm going with this. <clears throat> what has... Uh, what is, has the guy since Tom Brady left up in New England, what has he done? Ooh. What has he done other than continue to just be a pain to local media, give his short answers? What has is, what is Bill Belichick done to make the Patriots better? I don't want to do this, but Uh-oh. make the playoffs? I kind of do want to do this, and it was backing into the playoffs and then promptly getting bombed out of the playoffs in magnificent fashion. And is Bill Belichick in the category of if you don't match the standard that we're allowed to have this discussion? Because you talk about backing into the playoffs, that's not good enough. Hashtag Patriots way. Like, it's just not what they expect. So I suppose there. this discussion comes down to this. If you set the standard, do you then have to be judged by that standard after losing the best player in the history of the sport? To me, I think Yes. Especially the way he's gone about, the way he he handles media, the way that he conducts his business as a coach on the field. Why Sage? Um, mumble, 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 mumble. Uh, hey, you're bothering me. That constant. Hey, you're. I'm gonna make it seem like you're wasting my time. We're on to Cincinnati. The, that stuff. Belly gray sweaters. Like that. Yeah, the the hoodies. Like that stuff comes off very stale. When you don't have Tom Brady any longer, that stuff doesn't, it's not received nearly as well with a quarterback. I saw someone on social media, and I don't know who. And I know where you're going. Uh, Mac Jones is built like Elon Musk. Okay, well, I <laughs> Which I actually thought was that? funny. I, I, yeah. That is not what I expected what did you- at all. <laughs> What and, did and, you just say, Ken? I, I he, he, uh, Mac Jones is built like Elon Musk. Like I have so many weird, questions. Barely chest and just like lumpy. And pale. And pale. Very pale. Right, right. Um, what I had for Ken uh-huh. was if you're going to attack Bill Belichick, as a Dolphins fan, I think the question then becomes, if given the opportunity, we've seen this one floating around social media. I'm sure you have laid eyes on it, Ken. If given the opportunity, are you swapping... Bill Belichick for Mike McDaniel. Uh, you're you're referencing something that uh, Hockman and all those guys on QAM talked about a couple Correct. of days ago. Our friends down at uh, WQAM. Uh, that was a truly ludicrous uh, insinuation. I thought it was a good radio discussion, but if you're a Dolphins fan and you think swapping Bill Belichick for Mike McDaniel is a good decision, uh, pack it in. 
Like just just pack it in. Uh, <laughs> get rid of your hat. Uh, throw away your Red Zone subscription. Just end it. Okay? Because that's insane. That, that is certifiably insane. I'll take the second-year young hot shot, uh, innovative offensive mind over Bill Belichick. The guy who once Brady left has been nothing but ordinary. Hey, Bill Belichick. <laughs> what, what, uh, Bill Belichick, since Tom Brady left, Bill Belichick has been ordinary. I think that's the best way to describe him. Not fireable, but worn out is welcome. Uh, I think so. The, 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 the Patriots, they play defense well. Everything else is average. They don't make a splash in free agency. The quarterback hasn't developed. The quarterback is actually sometimes very bad. Like the quarterback is very bad. Um, so I just think he's ordinary. I think he's worn out as welcome. And I think the act runs thin when you're no longer contending for championships. Even when they made the playoffs, Mac Jones' first year, nobody thought they were winning the Super Bowl. It just attests to Tom Brady's greatness as well, you know? I, I have all Tom Brady compliments until the start of the season. Okay. Uh, it, it, he's not going to be in the broadcast booth this year, right? No, it's next year. He's taking the the year to he's taking the year to to learn. Right. In 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 a league where adaptation is is key, and when you're looking for things besides backing in the playoffs, right? That's what you would get from a Boston fan, somebody up there. I think some more proof when you're looking at the demise. I think of Bill Belichick. It's what he's been able to do in the draft the past few seasons. It's been. Almost sad. Uh, a lot of the picks that he's taken, he used to be that guy that you could trust. In Unearth the gem. Unearth the gems, right? You're going to draft these FCS players. Oh, I found a D2 guy. I think those days are, are, are kind of gone. I, I don't think you see it as much from guys. The league's changing and is moving so fast. So I don't think he's been able to adapt. That's saying nothing wise, but it's, it's happening in, in, in front of our faces at this I, moment in time. And are the Patriots bad? No. But are the Patriots ordinary? Yeah. And you brought it up the other day. The, the offensive play calling situation last year with Patricia and with uh, Judge, how does Bill Belichick allow that to happen? Like, what is Bill Belichick thinking? Like, that to me was the first indication of... Does Bill Belichick know what he's doing? Like This is crazy. Like a guy that no matter what he did, he was always the innovator. He found the, the, the little, tiny, um, little tiny hole in the seal and he could find his way through and he could bend the rules in an advantageous way. And then you have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge running your offense last year in just this cockamamie uh, cul-de-sac of stupid. I just, I, uh, that to me made me sort of open my eyes to, uh, is he okay? And if you don't want <laughs> is to. Is Bill Belichick okay? If you don't want to trust the media's opinion like Ken Levicka's, let's just rewind the clock back to last season to Mac Jones complaining about ah. his play callers. Like he was on the field animated about it. He talked about it post game. Like he clearly wasn't happy with it. So it's not just coming from us. It's coming from. The player who touches the ball every single time you touch the field. Uh, Aaron Boone, Greg Popovich, Bill Belichick. Those three names have come up. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. To you, which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. 760-3776. Twitter is open per usual at KLV1063. The number one more time, 
760-3776. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? The Yankees are flat out bad. Like The Yankees are flat out bad. Did you see uh, Tommy Canely beat up that that? Not again, not baseball fan, but like the fan that was in the dugout to keep them cool in Anaheim last night. I mean, Jeanette, he walks up to it. He takes off his glove, takes off his glove, whips it at the fan. And then the fans on the ground and he like curb stomps it over and over and over again. If he would have brought a bat to it, I would have been like, hey, that's just normal beat up a piece of equipment in the dugout. But then him curb stomping it, just stomping on this thing to make sure it's dead. That's not a great look. Uh, am, am I the only one who laughed at that the whole time? I mean, I gave it a cap. I mean, it is. There's I, no way. I'm, I'm still laughing think, watching it. There is no way he can watch that this morning on ESPN.com and feel nothing but shame. What like, do you what mean? are you doing? No, I feel you're, like. You're a grown no. man. Like, Come what on. Are you doing? No, Ken? go into the clubhouse and if you no, want to beat something up, not. beat up the whiteboard or. It's the same energy. What are you talking no, about? No, but it's so it's lame. It's the absolute same energy. No. Stone, you were on the field. Of course, and I don't even have to pull that card. I'll pull the card of what Ken was doing when somebody rear ended him yesterday. The emotion that he let out. The mother. What do you bleep. think I did? What do you think I did? No, you don't know. Oh, you I do. A video call I do. with me. You weren't you... FaceTiming me. No, I calmly handled the oh, situation. Oh my God! Oh, you Android user. Oh my God! You did not calmly handle <laughs> it. WhatsApp. I could imagine that you punched the steering wheel at least twelve times. You threw out six, seven, eight mother bleepers pretty early no, on. No. And if that kid gave you any lip, any you attitude, no. Things would no. have gone south no. and you would have curb stomped him like, no. like he did the fan. No, that's or, ridiculous. Or, or Stone, he was like, what just happened? And he like slowly escalated. Are you bleeping kidding me? Uh, no, that, I may have done. All right. really but if I did that. Bleeping, like, if, it was just escalating. If Ken I yesterday. did that, though, it happens in the confines of my automobile. I'm fine letting off aggression. <laughs> but if you're Tommy Canely of the Yankees and you for all to see and in your dugout and you can see his teammates are like, what is this guy doing? And you are you are curb stomping a fan to death. And again, not a baseball fan that paid money to get into the game. That would be a different story today. Mm-hmm. But an actual fan with blades that uh, moves air through it for cooling purposes. Like that's just childish. Like that's my my seven year old. And this happened last night. My five year old wants uh, a doll. And my seven-year-old, who has it currently, is tired of her little sister always complaining. When she has a toy, she wants that toy. So my seven-year-old throws it down the hall, and then it turns into a whole thing and a fight. Like, that's this. But this is a baseball professional. It's I not a it. good look. I get it. You know, same thing. When you're just so frustrated in a moment, like Tom Brady, when he throw, when he ruins but, the tablet. Uh, you know? I, don't, but I get it. I, I don't like... Better I, the fan... The, the, the thing that makes but you go, feel better. Go in the clubhouse. Go in the clubhouse Ugh. and take out your aggressions where it's not look at me. Mr. Look at me. You're going to... There's always he, a camera. He, he's not worried about any cameras. He's worried about his livelihood. He's worried about getting shipped out of New York. Every pitch that he throws, he's watching hundreds of thousands of dollars go down the drain. All of this stuff, the emotions come out of you just like you couldn't get to work to yesterday. You were so upset. You were This guy might be angry. out of a job. He's a little upset. Look how pissed the fans are. Wait, which one? The fan in the dugout or like fans, like Yankees listen. fans? I think the guy who stomped the fan, if I'm not mistaken, Ken, correct me if I'm wrong, was the same one who let up two runs in the bottom of the first and then blew the fans a kiss 
as they were booing him and as they were shouting what a at guy. him. What a nice guy. What, what, what a guy. What a no, guy. No, I actually don't think that's who I, I, that I, was. I don't know. I, I would assume that guy got yanked and, and the other player had to come in. other pitch had to take the mound. And, and it was thinks, Carlos Rodon, mm. former White Sox pitcher. So, no, that was not the guy. And after that he makes probably sense. ruined the Dirty fan. Dirty White Sox player. After he probably ruined the fan, he probably felt better. And he was like, all right, Absolutely. I'll try a new one. But Absolutely. again, you can and that's do that. It. And that's it. And I appreciate that. Uh, like, I'm going to ruin this thing, feel better, and I'll just pop in. I'll just pop in. some steam. That's it. All right. When we come back to, then I, if you guys are okay with public destruction of things, I want to get your stories of when you angrily destroyed something for all to see. Are we talking humans or objects? Objects. I prefer not to get your tales of assault. Which coach or manager has officially (laughs) worn out his welcome? Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? And when were you so angry you destroyed an object in public? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And maybe you get mad at somebody. You go and you punch a a fan. You kick a fan. Uh, you injure yourself as the blades are, are soaring through the air. Or you pull something. Maybe you injure your foot or your ankle while doing it. That's where Baptist Health Orthopedic Care comes in. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? And when did you destroy, destroy an object out of anger in public? Like Tommy Canely of the Yankees with the fan in the dugout last night. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Gaston Lutz, he is an Argentinian journalist. He is reporting that Lionel Messi will not start tomorrow in his debut for Inter-Miami against Cruz Azul. It's not surprising. He will play, he will play, but he won't start. He's citing lack of readiness, which means he's not exactly fully conditioned. He's not he's not in full match shape. Okay, my mind went to he's gonna play play at all, and I was just it's already? At least you up to the first game. What's funny, Sports Center right now, I've never seen this before. Sports Center right now is doing a live report as we speak from Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. Like as we speak. They went That's to, never happened before. They went to the Shell gas station, the refuel, and then they went to yeah. Miami Subs to uh-huh. prep for the live right. shot. And then Popeye Wawa. Uh-huh. Got some course. trail mix yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and a, and what, a 60 ounce Coke. I like those pinwheels. They are pretty good. Uh, so it is Hoagie Fest. Messi Mania is, is officially on. That happens tomorrow. Uh, if you're a Spanish speaker, and even if you're not, for the best, the best 
terrestrial radio coverage of Lionel Messi making his debut for Inter-Miami. Deporte 760 AM, Julian Zaldivar, Elias Bustamante. I'll even promote them while they're on the air same time as us because, honestly, they do a better show than we do as well. Uh, we've been talking about coach manager officially worn out his welcome. Which coach or manager has officially worn out his welcome? Aaron Boone? Uh, yeah, he's in the conversation. Greg Popovich got a little bit of a life raft with Victor Wembenyama. I think if that didn't happen, though, he'd certainly be a part of this discussion. And I, I think Bill Belichick's there. Sorry, Pats fans. The great Bill Belichick, I think he's worn out his welcome. And I think this year is going to continue more the same, which is the Patriots just being mid. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. You can also slide into the DMs on Instagram at ESPN West Palm. Stone, who's worn out his welcome? Which leader has worn out his welcome? It's been a popular take on, on social media, especially when you pose the question on some other platforms. But for me, it's Jimbo Fisher. I mean, that's the one I'm buying. It, it, we're talking about a guy in 2021 who signed a 10-year, I think a fully guaranteed $95 million contract. Obviously, hasn't lived up to that in regards to a record. You're jumping from the ACC to the SEC, so I think that makes sense. But, you know, the problems that he's had as an offensive coordinator that have been out in broad daylight for And he won't shut his mouth. And that doesn't help. And uh, going after Nick Saban, again, in broad daylight. That was so dumb. Not the smartest of ideas. And it really struck a chord with me a few days ago or last week at SEC Media Day. He recently had hired Bobby Petrino, the legend. And as an offensive coordinator, right, that's his title. But when asked if Bobby Petrino is going to be the sole play caller this year, he ducked the question. He said, I'm not necessarily going to answer that right now, which is not good. We, we saw what that did to him last year, having to switch in and out of quarterbacks. And I, I think for me, it's really the contract, though, because I don't think Texas A&M is a threat. I think they have been in years past, but as of right now, not at all. They don't scare anybody. No. In 10 years, $100 million, that's fully guaranteed. I think his seat's uh, just a little worn. Here's my bold prediction. Go. Oh. September 9th, Texas A&M goes to Hard Rock Stadium to play Miami. Jimbo Fisher loses that game. He's officially on the path to unemployment. If Mario Cristobal loses that game, his seat, officially hot. I'll say it. One season and two games into his coaching tenure at Miami, if Mario Cristobal loses at home to Texas A&M, that seat already is going to be hot because Kane's fans will begin to turn on him. So no matter who wins and or obviously loses that game, a coach is in the hot seat. Yes, but I think Jimbo's would be, just because he's got a longer tenure there, he's infinitely more annoying uh, than Mario Cristobal. He's already lost the fan base. I think Jimbo Fisher's already lost the Texas A&M fan base. Canes fans are still waiting for um, the Mario Cristobal experience to start. And when does that start? We almost fired Jimbo Fisher in December. Like, yeah. I don't know if yeah. anybody remembers that. We almost fired Jimbo they, Fisher. They, we were legitimately talking about which Texas A&M booster was going to put up the money to pay for the buyout. Talk about a bounty. Right. You had fan bases talking about bounties. That's true. Them. That's yeah. true. Someone That's called aggressive. Paul Feinbaum and and discussed a bounty on Jimbo Fisher's head. Like, he, a, like a, would he die? Like he should be killed. Bounty. 
That one. That is that a level of, of petty. I probably wouldn't even. Yeah, go right. To. They, murder, right? I would hope not. Uh, <laughs> which coach or manager is officially worn out his welcome? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter at KLV1063. Alex Putnam says Josh McDaniels. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Kind of feels like that in Vegas. Take some stock in that. Okay. 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 Yeah, like speaking of ordinary, that guy. Has been nothing but ordinary in his coaching career. That's, the that, Raiders are like a four or five win team. That's why I kind of snapped my head with that name. I'm like, but he's not bad. He's not bad, but he's but not he, good. And, and he, he, with the Raiders, when you've got arguably the best receiver in football or a top five receiver in football, and and you went out and you acquired an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, no. Like, what are you expecting? And and Josh Josh McDaniels is a big part of that decision making process. I'll fix Jimmy G. You know, we ha- we have <laughs> in football, Jeanette. We have oh. these sometimes brain farts with a lot of these teams. Obviously, we talk and cover these guys all day, every day. I'm drawing a blank on who's playing quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, right now it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey. Okay, so so it's Jimmy Jimmy but, G. But he's, I'm just drawing a blank right now for some reason. Look so, up at that quarterback room real quick. Because uh, I mean, it's Jared Stidham still in the building, and we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, well, that, Jimmy that, Garoppolo, you can't count on him to play a full season. That alone puts you in the right. hot seat with that just quarterback room. Go through that quarterback room, and I'll go through some more of these on Twitter at KLV1063. Roger says Buck Showalter. <laughs> uh, New York baseball fans, great moods. Great moods all the way around. Nick Scott says Greg Burhalter, the U.S. men's soccer coach. I think absolutely. And he just got re-upped with a contract. He is, in theory, going to be their coach for the next World Cup. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he is. Who would he pay for that? Well, he's just, he, there's nothing inspiring about him at all. And it feels like things are just stagnant with him as the head coach. My thing is, I don't know who you're finding better than Greg Burhalter to run U.S. soccer. Mm. Like that, it's almost he's the best available at the U.S. soccer price point. And so I don't know if you had much of a choice to go a different direction. Brennan says Jimbo Fisher agrees with Stone on that one. Uh, and Harry Dude tweets in, it's, I'm a diehard fan, but it pains me to say, depending on this season, Bill Belichick may need to go. Boom. See, I'm not out of line with that. Not at all. I'm not out of line with that. What's the quarterback room for the Raiders? I'm afraid to say it, but we'll go Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Brian Hoyer and Purdue's finest, Aiden O'Connell. Jesus God, man. It makes sense now that I was having a brain fart. I just think that we're absolutely blessed on the prospect of seeing Jimmy G on Sundays. That's great. Well, Love yeah. That. Love that for uh, us. But it's one of the worst quarterback rooms in the league. There's what no doubt. you're looking for from <laughs> Jimmy G and what Josh McDaniels is looking for from Jimmy G are two entirely different two things. Two very different things, but this is a Ken, sometimes you call me an eternal optimist. This is where I thrive and the possibility of Jimmy G gracing our televisions on Sundays. I mean, we should be talking about the Las Vegas Raiders more. You have a disgruntled Josh Jacobs. But I don't want to. I, of course not. I don't want to talk about the Raiders to. more. They're bad. But they I do. might win four or five games. You have a disgruntled Josh Jacobs. You have Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. Mm. A coach that we just mentioned is probably on the hot seat. And things are just awful. Awful uh, for these guys. Jeanette, what's Jimmy G's best asset? Oh, man. Physically? Mm-hmm. Well, anything. What makes him so successful in your mind? Uh, his physical capabilities. 
Uh, the way he handles, you know, the ball, the way he goes down to stretch. Uh-huh. <laughs> the way he goes down to stretch. <laughs> uh, down the stretch. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, down the you know, stretch. You know, he... Uh-huh. he, 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 he sure. Same difference. I guess both, right. He can, uh, you know, complete and finish passes. Mm-hmm. Love that about him. Uh, the sure. red zone. Oh. <laughs> Oliver on Instagram. I'm glad I asked that. On Instagram, <laughs> at ESPN West Palm, Oliver says, Billy Napier. Are we there with Billy Napier? I don't think we're there with Billy Napier. Didn't he recruit well this offseason? Phenomenal. They're in the top 10. Billy's recruiting. Billy's turning that thing around. Don't like that. Shout out, Billy. Uh, Lorenz tweets in, as a Florida fan, Kirby Smart. I don't think you quite understood the gist of the question, Lorenz. Of course, as a Gators fan, you think that Kirby Smart has worn out his welcome because he beats you to death. Every single year. Yeah. I don't think Lorenz necessarily understood the crux of where we were going with that. I think he was uh, hope analysis in a spot like that. Yeah. When you're talking about a team that's plus 220 to win a national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Uh, Jose says Napier from Florida. I'm telling you, that bowl game, that bowl game last year, getting absolutely torched by Oregon State after a lackluster season I said it at the time that that was going to send people into hysterics up there in Gainesville, and it certainly looks like it. Them not showing up and getting blasted and embarrassing themselves, it would have been better if they forfeited. They basically did. They forfeited on the field. It would have been better for them not to play in that bowl game than it was to go out there and get slapped and smacked around, get curb stomped around, because that has given people the impression Billy Napier has no idea what he's doing. And then what followed that was an apology letter to the fans saying, hey, right. we got and, this. And he wrote an apology letter afterwards. That was the dumbest idea. Did he put his middle name in it? No, he did not do that. Who? Oh. who Baker who? Mayfield. Oh, yeah, that's right. Baker. Well, Reagan? Reagan. Yes. Of course. You could have given me three guesses, and Reagan would have been maybe the first one. <laughs> uh, Brennan tweets in Jimbo, or Instagram messages in Jimbo Fisher. Uh, and then Sambo says, the fact that Mike McCarthy still has any credibility and looks to be a mainstay for the Cowboys is genuinely insane to me. Which coach or manager is officially worn out as welcome? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, Twitter at KLV1063. And when we come back, like Tommy Canely, your tales of destroying objects in public out of anger. 888-760-3776. She's Janet Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I thought my stance on publicly destroying things out of anger being a bit childish, I thought that would be the, uh, the common man opinion. But at least in this room, that's not the case. Apparently, Jeanette and Stone are pro-public displays of destruction. For all to see. So I'm assuming that they've destroyed things openly in public before. Objects in public. A little look at me behavior from these two. So we'll uh, we'll get to their tales in just a moment. You can include yours. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. But I want to talk to you first about lasers. A very important discussion about lasers and laser therapy and what it can do for you and how affordable it is and how accessible it is and how versatile it is to you 
If you go to Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com, not to mention just how quick it is. You can get laser treatment at Quelliv right off of Flagler, downtown West Palm. Couldn't be easier to get to. You can get laser treatment in the time it takes for you to go on your lunch break. I mean, how good is that? Ultra affordable and so many options. Me, I use it most for joint pain, muscle pain, weekend warrior stuff. Get in there, a little achy, especially as you get up there in age. I'm approaching 40 at this point, and I'm in the vicinity. I'm in the neighborhood, and that laser therapy, that laser treatment at Quelliv, I'm telling you, it gives me nothing but results. Gets me back out there, gets me back running, strapping on those running shoes and not feeling any pain. Maybe, just maybe, you need some scalp rejuvenation. Get a little thin up top. There you go. Laser therapy. They offer that at Quelliv. How about some troublesome fat areas? I just have a body type where that fat sometimes uh, lays on the, uh, the love handles. It's annoying. It drives me crazy. But, hey, they can help you with that at Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. And, of course, anti-aging. So big in this area. And, of course, sun damage, things along those lines. It sometimes creates those lines, those things that you really don't want to be out there for the public to see. Well, laser therapy can help that. So many ways to help you in one place. It's Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. Used by athletes. Used by weekend warriors like myself. Used by celebs and athletes. That's Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V.com. Quelliv.com. Get your appointment set up today at Quelliv. I don't even know where this is going to go. Jeanette, when have you destroyed something in public for people to see? Again, I cannot believe that this is adult behavior. Did you do this as an adult? Uh, about 22. 21. Is that an adult? Yeah. What's the judges say? Yes. Yes. That's an adult. And I don't know if Stone's the best judge for this, but yes, uh, an adult. Uh, I caught a guy I was dating uh, cheating out me outside, like in the club. In the club. In the club. So uh, did you beat him or did you beat something? I beat something. I didn't beat him. Uh, we were going back to the car. It was a parking garage. And I found a cone. That poor cone, I smashed it. And you know, they have those pillars in the parking garages. Oh, yeah. Um, this one is the most, I've taken bats to walls and whatnot, but this is probably the most vivid one. That cone, I literally broke in half. And it was one of those big parking ones. Really? So what did you do? Did you, you, you hit a pillar with it or did you like Bo Jackson grabbed, crack it over your knee? No, 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 no. I grabbed. Because those things are heavy. Uh, when you're that angry or something. So like, you were just going She-Hulk anger here yeah no i grabbed the code and like the little drunk context behind me is i always i'm that weird person and i know i'm not the only one who does this but i steal cones um when i would go to my friend's cars i've heard like bar signs no, beer signs cones. from a bar street signs i didn't know people actually took parking cones yeah no i had a whole collection in the first apartment when i had to leave from fau when i first moved out i had like a collection of 11 big parking cones they were like <laughs> from universal disney miami fort lauderdale literally nowhere was safe so um naturally i saw a cone in my way and instead of stealing this one I grabbed it and I swung it at those pillars like a bat. And then um, the dude I was dating, he was back away, but I like threw it at him. And that was that. All right. Well, uh, that applies to what we're talking about. I do have a question off of this. If you are like Jeanette, as she says, because she's sure there's people like her when they drink, do you steal parking cones? 888 760 3776. There was a form on Reddit I joined. 
<laughs> okay? Because the way I dove into this is when I moved out, the landlord was like, I packed everything. And at the time I drove a Chevy Tahoe. So I would just keep the cones in my car unless I had to move something, then I would leave them in my apartment. By the time I moved out of my apartment, the only thing that was left was literally like 11 cones. And my landlord looked at me and was like, was this there when you got here? And I was like, absolutely. So I moved out, but left the cones for my landlord to deal with. One of the true weird hoarder behaviors yeah. I have ever, really? ever heard in my life. Uh, do you steal or have you ever stolen traffic cones like Jeanette? 888-760-3776. We're going to get Stone's tales of public destruction. Uh, would your would your parents know of what you're going to tell us? Uh, probably not. Oh, this is going to be good. Let's go. She is Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen, and parking cone stealer. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.